All right, good day to you. My name is Fred Oakman, and as always with me today is Mr. Jake Peters. We are P.S. This is Awesome, a PlayStation podcast, and this is episode 175. This is a show where we share our feelings about the current state of PlayStation. But before we get on with the show, I want to invite you all to subscribe to our channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash P.S. This is Awesome, and visit us on Twitter at P.S. This is Awesome, and Tumblr, P.S. This is Awesome.tumblr.com. And if you want to make fun of our trophy list on the PlayStation Network, you can find me at anchorless underscore 81 and Mr. Jake Peters at jakesaw01. And as always, you can write the show at pstisisawesome at gmail.com. And most importantly, don't forget to share this show with your friends. Be sure to leave comments and rate the podcast as you see fit. And if you are listening to the podcast and not watching this on YouTube, we ask that you head over to our YouTube channel to indulge in some of our daily video content. We have not yet put up a new uh, takeaway show, but we will hopefully have one eventually here. It's been a busy, busy week. We've had some nice weather here in Pennsylvania, and I'm sure Jake is tired. I'm tired. We're doing this late, but we are doing our very best to make sure we give you a new episode every Monday. So we are going to try to plow through this this evening and make sure it airs tomorrow morning which will be the day that you are listening i hope if you're a loyal subscriber jake how are you doing today uh fine i guess tired i don't feel particularly great but i think it's just because i'm worn out yeah i hear that yeah it's been a long day uh it's been a long week i don't know if uh, one of my land practice friday evening after work got out of work the guys were over here at 5 30 practice for a good two hours made some late night dinner passed out on the couch saturday i woke up i tried to do some stuff with my lawn and then you know i had a gig uh saturday night so i had a lot of prepping for that and another late night didn't get back to like 11 o'clock at night and then this morning i was recording sunday at the station they were over here recording a banjo actually in the studio that's the very first time we've recorded banjo in my studio and it turned out pretty good And they left around 4 o'clock, so I was up at 6 this morning, and then we recorded until about 4. And then uh, I took a half-hour power nap, went and got some groceries, came back, texted you, said, dude, we got to do the podcast, and uh, here we are. Here we are. It's been a busy freaking weekend. I feel like I was robbed of my weekend, but all good things. Mm -hmm. All good things. But yeah, that's the price we pay for being busy all the time, you know? I don't know, man. You had a good weekend? I don't know. I'm trying to remember what I did this weekend. Hockey? You have hockey this weekend? No. No. Um, what did I do yesterday? Those are the best weekends. I honestly <laughs> couldn't. I literally could not tell you what I did this weekend. That's actually yesterday, kind of scary. Usually you're pretty sharp on this stuff. Oh, uh, I was busy. I was busy all day yesterday. I was outside. Yeah, I was working on my motorcycle and doing a bunch of stuff. Today, I spent most of the day um, doing some wiring in my barn. Yeah. Wiring up some new lights and things like that. There you go. Outlets and stuff. So that was pretty cool. I mean, time consuming, but cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Fucking did, did, the, did the cardinal sin of uh, using a screwdriver the wrong way and just fucking rammed it into my finger and it was just oh. bleeding all over the place for, for most of the day but yeah that yeah. sucks dude and- so basically basically if, if if you don't own a house or you've never had this problem before the whole idea is if you're using any type of screwdrivers and typically flatheads or or slotted screwdrivers are the worst never screw something while it's in your other hand yeah because usually what ends up happening is you end up slipping and you drive the fucking screwdriver right into your other hand. Mm -hmm. So a little pro tip for you Um, possible homeowners or future homeowners. Or woodworkers, uh, United. Or just people using screwdrivers. (laughs) You don't own a house to be a screwdriver user. Yeah, right, right, right. Well, let's not uh, waste too much of the listener's time or our time this evening. Let's talk some video games, Jake. I have been playing, uh, if the listeners know that I was playing Moss on VR, and that was one of the play-at-home games that uh, Sony is giving away presently for free for VR. Moss, I beat that game finally, and they really leave you hanging at the end without spoiling anything, so I really think that there's going to be a Moss 2 coming out very soon, because Sony usually don't start pushing these older games until they have a sequel to announce. 
This is something I've noticed, and I feel like a lot of video game outlets don't really pick up on it. But I would I would not be surprised if, and I, you can say you heard it here first, if we if we get a new announcement for Moss Two coming pretty soon. I also, since I have the VR headset hooked up uh, to the PlayStation Five, I've been replaying Blood and Truth because I hear this one had an update that played really nicely with the PS5 and I can confirm that it just looks fantastic and it's smooth and the load times are amazing. This is such a great game. It's totally un- underrated, dude. People don't talk about this game. It's so good. It is such a fun freaking game. It's a full-on... It makes you just feel like James Bond, the whole movie, or the whole game. When it's- I did play it that one time at your house, I was that was actually one of the things I was thinking about it is like, if this game just performed better, it yeah. would be awesome. Yeah. Like, if it just... The resolution, because the biggest thing about it is the resolution wasn't very good. It wasn't so perfect, like yeah. it, you know, it was you got a lot of that like kind of grainy, like screen dory kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it was a really cool experience. So yeah, hopefully the PS5 version of it looks a little better. It does, and it's <clears> fantastic. It's smoother. The only thing, again, you can listen to episode 174 where I gripe about all the the ways that they make the old school PSVR not want to play nicely with the PS5. Just you got to use a DualShock 4, the Move controllers. You got to sync those to the PS5. Just different shit like that. It's just really annoying. So on top of that, we also are getting. Farpoint, or maybe we got Farpoint recently as a plus game. Sorry, this last month they gave Farpoint away on the v- for VR. And you don't need the aim controller for Farpoint, but you cannot use the move controllers either. So it's either the aim controller or that the DualShock 4. I guess that makes sense because I think the aim controller had joysticks on it and the move controllers don't. Yeah, there's no move. There's no way to move around, and, and so I'm using the DualShock Four. This game also is really, really awesome. Underrated. I just feel like with the aim controller, that game was made from the ground up for the aim controller, and it's a shame that it's just. Uh, let's just get one of my news points out of the way real quick. That Doom VR, the new Doom Three coming out in VR, is also going to support the aim controller, and it's like there was this thing on the PlayStation blog where they were talking about how like they they really built this thing around the aim controller, and it's like, well, that's all fucking well and good, but you cannot buy right now a PlayStation aim controller for VR independently unless it's used, and then it's going to be like way overpriced. The only way to get this thing is to buy it, as far as I can tell, with with the Firewatch or the Firewall zero hour bundle for like 80 bucks and i doubt that sony is making it a priority right now to be mass producing aim controllers so you can buy one you can buy one on ebay a brand new one looks like for 90 dollars, which is such a ripoff because you can buy the, (sighs) the brand new controller with the freaking firewatch game or firewall game for 70 dollars so you yeah, can't- <laughs> you could you could do it for eighty bucks, and you get the the uh, you get it with Firewall Zero Hour. I mean, it's, it's honestly not that bad if you think about it. Like, yeah, I get it; it's not as fancy as a DualSense, but dude, I paid seventy dollars for my second DualSense controller. So yeah, that makes sense. You know, another ten dollars, and you get a game with it too. I mean, it's not like this yeah. thing where it's you know unobtainium or something like that. It's I mean, just kind of annoying. It is. It is annoying. It's just. It's what's annoying about it is you can't buy it from Sony. I mean, this, this shit is like this is all secondhand stuff. Right. Somebody has bundles left over yeah. or whatever, <clears throat> or it's brand new and it, you can't just buy it. And you should be able to buy this thing from every store right now for like fifty bucks. Just buy it, or at least from Sony's fucking hardware shop. Yeah, and you can't. So, anyways, needless to say. I'm pl- trying to play Farpoint. I don't have the aim controller, and it's making the shooting and stuff way less fun, I think, than what it's supposed to be. Because it doesn't quite uh, sync up perfectly. Because they have sights on the guns, and the sights are really cool. If you've ever played VR games with the sights, right? You can actually like close one eye and look down the sights like you would. Even though I think in real life you're supposed to keep both eyes open. I don't know. But anyways, I like to close one eye when I'm looking. And uh, it works. Like, it really works. But with the dual sense or the dual, DualShock 4, you're holding it. But you're holding it with two hands because your left hand moves. And then you go to aim. So, like, you're literally like this. Like, in front of your face. It just doesn't feel right. Or you're going yeah. like this. And then you can't you can't maneuver. So, you're like this the whole time trying to look down the sights. And it's just, it just doesn't work right. It's like, I get why you guys yeah. gave this game away for free. Like, it's just... 
I don't. Anyways, I'll shut up about it. Jake, are you playing any games this week at all? So, yeah, actually, I mean, I've been playing Vanquish still, and I honestly have no idea how long the game is, but I'm still playing that. Um, and then I actually started this weekend because I heard it was coming to PlayStation, yeah. which there's no release date on it yet. They just said it's coming to PlayStation probably sometime this year. Is a game called Katana Zero. I don't know if you've ever heard of it before. No, I haven't. But it's on Xbox Game Pass. That's why. That's how I jumped into it. Because I thought it was either out on PlayStation or it was coming out on PlayStation this year. And I heard really good yeah. things about it. So I Googled it. And, and I, or So I downloaded it and I started playing it. But this game is literally like if Ninja Gaiden and fucking Hotline Miami had a baby. Like, it is, dude, it is so good. I mean, yeah. I, I have only played it for a couple hours, but, dude, it's got that, like, you played Hotline Miami, right? Yeah, dude. And you, I don't know if, did you like it? Yeah, I did. I, I didn't, yeah, it was like a love-hate relationship. I mean, it was just hard, right? I mean, yeah. by the time you got to the end, it got pretty challenging. Yeah, I liked and it, this though. game, this game is pretty similar. I mean, it would be perfect on Vita, but that'll never happen for probably reasons we're gonna get into in the news but um it's just like it's a side scroller it's not top down like um like hotline miami but you're like this ninja warrior you know samurai guy Mm -hmm. and you're doing all these like basically hit missions where you're like an assassin and you're getting this like you know you're getting all these uh operations from like some boss on high or something like that. And at the same time, you're struggling with like some kind of head injury from when you used to, when you fought in a war previously. Yeah. And so you're seeing like, a, like all the interstitial remember in, in uh, hotline Miami where like between the missions, you would like go back to your apartment and it was and like drive. Like, it was like, drive. It, yeah. And then like, but like at the end of the game, you know, by the end of Hotline Miami, like the character just goes fucking crazy. Yeah, he's just nuts. Like he's literally going crazy by the end of the game, and they they, kind of, they show it in a really cool way in the game. Mm-hmm. Well, in this game, the interstitials are like, yeah, you have your apartment, and you but you have like these sequences where you're seeing a shrink between the the episodes, the the missions, and you have the ability to answer your shrink one way or the other. And I don't know if this affects the way that the game plays out at all. Yeah. But it seems like it affects the dialogue at least. And it's really cool. But the gameplay is really like fast paced. You remember how Hotline Miami, you oh. could like bust through doors and like kill guys. And like, you know, you were, it was all fast paced trying to kill everybody. And it was all super like gory yeah you know what i mean for being like an eight or for like an eight bit aesthetic Mm -hmm. and this is the same fucking dude it's literally like someone was like hala miami's great let's make that game but a side scroller ninja game and that's essentially what it is so fucking fun yeah that seems really so fun yeah i'm glad you're enjoying it so i and i also downloaded because and i have to imagine it's coming to playstation at some point but they released Octopath Traveler on uh, PS4 or on Xbox. I'm sorry. So I and it's on Game Pass. So I downloaded that too. I haven't started it. This yet, is a though. game I really wanted to play. It looks really good. Yeah. If yeah, if for anything, just for the visual art style and the direction that right. looks so good. So for those who don't know, it's like an RPG, but it's uh, it's like I don't know, 16 bit but 3D at the same time. Like it's really weird. It's, yeah, it's like got all these like hand painted backgrounds and stuff. Like it's it's very very unique and beautiful. It's a really pretty looking game. All right, well, hey, let's get into the news. And uh, again, I'm going to apologize if the episode's a little brief today, but we're going to try to smash through this stuff. Have, still have some good conversation or whatever. But uh, the first point of news, Jake, is that the Ghost of Tsushima movie has been announced, and it's going to have the same director that the John Wick movie had. I'm curious. I didn't know this was happening but i am curious how they're gonna because they got the john wick guy right so you assume that they're gonna have this be this fucking action fight fest right well i would hope i would hope it's kind of like that kind of but the problem is is that like that's not what i got out of ghost of tsushima you know what i mean like yeah the character you know goes down this dark path and and he uh you know does a lot of fighting and does a lot of like you know, killing of bad guys and stuff like yeah. that. But it's still a very like he's still very like honor driven and like, you know, there's there's a little bit more kind of uh 
I, let's just say like culture to it. Yeah. So like, I hope it just doesn't end up being like this John Wick cross Kill Bill thing where it's just fucking an hour and a half of, of, uh, what's his name? Jin? Jin Sakai. Jin Sakai, just like literally running around, just murdering the shit out of everyone. I mean, maybe that's what they want and that could be cool, yeah. but hopefully they like actually get into like the Mongols invading Tsushima Island and all this stuff and the actual like story parts of it and not just the fighting. Yeah. Yeah. My take on this is uh, I had uh, our listener LJ wrote, wrote in and was talking to me briefly about this um, private conversation he and I were having. And uh, he was just asking what my opinion was. And, and my first thought was kind of in the line with what you were saying. Like, there's so much more to Ghost of Tsushima than just the fighting, right? It's 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 more about him trying to preserve his country and, and, and his place and his home um, from being invaded. And so you can tackle that in a couple different ways in a movie, right? But but the the brilliance of the game was in its quiet moments, I think, and in the in the moments where you're meditating, it really helps build the setting, the meditation, and then him having these personal friendships. And he was the last. He was the last guy. He was like the last one, like the last person that could defend. You know, he, he had that bestowed upon him. He he, he felt the the need and the honor to, to protect his people and to protect his homeland. So this this movie could be really cool. What I don't want to see is for it to become like a, a Japanese Braveheart, right? Where it's just that. Yeah, because my first, my initial like thought was, do you ever see that movie, The Last Samurai, with uh, Tom Cruise? Oh yeah, sorry, I thought it was Keanu Reeves. No, I haven't. Yeah, I mean it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, but like the whole idea is that like the samurai way of life is dying, and right. you know the Americans are now teaching the Japanese how to be a modern military mm. and all this stuff. And it like basically culminates into this final battle between the fucking Japanese modern military and the remainder of the samurai. Right. And like, I wonder if it's, you know, the stories are different, right? The stories are different, but I wonder if like, there's going to be an element of that where it's like, you know, the old, you can't stop the fucking Mongols. Right. But we're going to try. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? And they could make it good. I mean, it could be good. Honestly, if it is a freaking gore fest from beginning to end for an hour and a half, and that's all that it is, that might be the best video game movie. If it's done well. You know what I mean? Like, if it's done well. Like, instead of them trying to make it really story-oriented but not really willing to go all the way with it, so it ends up just being this half-hearted, shitty movie, Mm -hmm. like, with terrible writing and stuff, like, if they just maybe they just embrace the action part of it and they just make it about the visuals and all that stuff. It might make a good movie. I don't know if it'll make a good ghost of Tsushima movie, but I, I don't know. I mean, it could be interesting. Part of that game that was, what was really cool was the relationships and the way that he kind of lobbied himself and offered himself to help the different factions in order to get them on his side to help him. So, you know, you had your thieves and then you had like the, the monks and you had these without spoiling too much and and it was him winning over and winning their trust over to be like listen this is an important thing this is worth fighting for i need your help you know that kind of thing and that was really important and i i I think that could make for a good story is like these little interstitial kind of i don't know i guess chapters within a movie of like okay here he is with the monks here he is with the the, you know the thieves or the ronins or whatever and then here he is with thieves and then here he is and then leading up to one huge like final battle that could be cool as long as they build those relationships naturally they don't feel forced it it could be cool I i hope that the director goes and watches some of those and i'm sure that he'll draw inspiration from it anyway but like because the game is but like i feel like they would really be missing out they would be missing the mark if they didn't go back and watch some of these old fucking samurai movies, Mm -hmm. which is what ghost of Tsushima is based on. Right. So if the movie doesn't have an aspect of that in it, it will be a failure as far as a ghost of Tsushima movie goes. It might still be a good movie, but it will miss the mark as far as what that franchise is. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. I mean, as far as like all the movies that they've talked about, as far as Sony video game IP or whatever, this is the one that actually has me the most interested 
as yeah. like because I don't give a shit about I don't want to see an Uncharted movie. It's going to be terrible because Uncharted is such a beloved franchise. And even Tom Holland came out and was like, yeah, I don't really feel comfortable with the way that I acted in that movie, which is like, OK, then the movie's going to suck. Thank you. Um, It'd be so funny if a movie didn't suck and it was like really good. Yeah. And he just threw it under the bus and no one watches it. And it's like, well, this movie's actually good. I mean, even like like the best video. What's the best video game movie ever? Probably like maybe ratchet and clank and even that wasn't great i mean it was entertaining but it wasn't great maybe the only other one i could think of is like mortal Kombat, and that's not because it was a great movie but because it had like had like this it was like this cult hit and it had this killer soundtrack didn't you like the resident evil movies they were all right mm-hmm. i mean they they i think that they were good enough that they um obviously spawned a bunch of sequels but yeah. i don't think that they were great Resident Evil movies, if that makes any sense. If you want to know what like, I, I, yeah, I was going to just say they, they could have called them something else and not called them Resident Evil, and they would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. So I, I actually uh, Friday night after What If by Liam practiced, I actually went because it's the 25th anniversary of Tomb Raider, and I couldn't remember if I had watched it or not. But I went and I downloaded and rented off of Amazon Prime the Tomb Ra- the 2018 Tomb Raider movie that came out. Because I remember hearing that it was decent, and Walter Goggins is in it, and that guy's hilarious. I just love him, and he played a good bad guy. The movie was fine. It, it didn't like – I wasn't like, oh, my God, I need another one of these. But, I mean, it was fine. It, it was definitely serviceable, and it wasn't, it wasn't a movie that was like – you watch it, and you're just like, oh, like groaning, oh, why, ugh, bad taste. It was actually done well. You know what I mean? Like, it was done well, but I, I don't – kind of like you said, it could have been any character – I, you know, her name was Laura Croft and it, it could have just been an adventure movie. I guess the problem is the problem I have with these video game movies is that if it's not going to be amazing, mm-hmm. it's not worth doing no. from the perspective of a video game fan. Mm-hmm. And if it's not for the video game fan and it's for the casual person, then why is it based off of a fucking video game? Yeah, that's the conundrum. Why not just call it Joe Random fucking archaeologist get movie? You know what I mean? Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't, like, to me, if they're going to make, and it seems like Sony's trying to do this by getting, you know, with, like, Uncharted, for example, they're getting Tom Holland and freaking yeah, Mark Wahlberg. they're trying to and, merge the two together. You know, and, like, the same thing with The Last of Us. They're getting those actors, which are, are really, it seems like they're throwing a lot of money at this, but, like. <laughs> Excuse me. Like, I would love to have them just knock one of the... If they're going to do it, they need to just knock one of these out of the park. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I've never heard it put better than that, honestly. The different podcasts I listen to, different people critiquing video game movies and stuff. I've never heard it put better than the way you just put it. Yeah, like, why are they making video game movies to appeal to video gamers and not actually appealing to video gamers? Like, what's the point of even doing it at that point? Like, just call it something else and make it another attempted blockbuster. Yeah, Yeah, completely. All right, so Returnal has gone gold, the house marquee game coming out here very, very soon. I think it got pushed to May. I think it's further down on my notes. Returnal is actually set to come out April 30th, so it's coming out uh, next month. So that's gold. That's all we really need to talk about that. I, I Man, I saw it on the PlayStation Store, and it said $79.99. I'm like, what the hell? Did it go up 10 bucks? And it was just the deluxe edition. So I think it's still 69 yeah. I got a little scared. I was like, man, I don't know if I'm throwing 80 on this thing. I'll do 70 but 80, 80's crossing the line for me. Yeah. Which is good for one game. So anyways, moving on to the next news point, Jake. I'm sure you've heard if you haven't. And then listeners, if you have or have not heard, I don't know how this affects you guys. But it is kind of sad. Uh, Sony is closing the PS Vita, the PS3, and the PSP online stores. Which is really Dude, weird. Dude, this to me, like I get, I guess PS3 and PSP because but the both Vita, of those dude? consoles. But people still play the Vita. Like I guess people probably still play PS3 and fucking PSP. But like, I mean, they've been trying to kill the Vita for a long time. I think now, tonight's but, the night. But what's that? Is tonight the night when it's going down? I don't think so. Sunday? I think they gave us a little. I think they gave us a little bit more. Mm. I thought it was this summer. I don't. Well, maybe I don't know. I, I know but, that they, they had found a people had found a workaround or some sort of backdoor access on the online store from your computer to access those storefronts that didn't exist previously. And I know Sunny was shutting that shit down soon. 
because they found out that people were able to access it that way. But it sucks, dude, because here's the thing. July. Like, July. So here's the thing. Like, So you and I For both August. own PS Vitas, right? And we still play those. But like the dude, thing- I like after I saw this news because I've been playing my Vita. Yeah. And after I saw this news, I went on the fucking store and I'm like, I guess I gotta buy like two hundred dollars worth of games because, <laughs> dude, you can't buy physical. The, the problem, the problem with it's not a big deal for PS3 because you can go to fucking GameStop and buy a million games, PS3 right, yeah, games yeah, yeah. that the are Vita used ones, for no money. Luck. Like Vita, Vita cartridges are fucking hard to find, and when you can find them, they're expensive. One of the games that people really love on Vita is that Danganronpa game, that yeah. visual novel. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, this would be a great game to buy, right? First of all, not on the digital store anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I was like, all right, I'll look up a physical copy. I should be able to find a physical copy. They're like $90 on eBay for a used physical copy of Danganronpa. I, it's like uh. – so, so I guess what I'm going to try to do, I guess, is that I'll buy everything – that is not purchasable on PS4, and then the stuff that I can buy on PS4, I'll just remote play. I guess I don't know. Like, which which sucks because I can't take it on the road with me. I have to be in my fucking house to do that. Here's the other concern. And- Here's my concern, Jake. They have proprietary memory cards, so when they shut yeah. this store down in July. Is that going to preclude you from being able to delete and re-download games that you own? The I don't think so. Are you sure? Because how else yeah, could you get it? I don't think it? so. Because it, it's like it's – like, I think it's like everything else whenever they remove games from stores that you've already purchased. Mm-hmm. You can still download it. You just can't find it on the store to buy it anymore. I don't think, that, like if you, I don't think PT works that way. PT is a different story. Okay. PT, PT <laughs> was like this special thing that, that – PT was like this special thing that like existed for a short period of time. And then Konami like made it impossible to get. Yeah. Whereas like, I think that, you know, like for example, I'm pretty sure if you bought digitally, if you bought um, cyberpunk, it's no longer on the store, but you can still download it if you already purchased it. Okay. It's not that it's gone, gone. It's just that it's not on the storefront. It shows in your so, library. Right. Now, there is a caveat there where it's like, well, if the storefront isn't there, then how do I click how it? How do I go to the game to download it? You know what I mean? Right. Like, are they going to give me a utility that's like, these are all the games you own Dude, and now I can I download them? I bet you them? they just go. I bet you they're just because, gone. Because literally, what this is, the, what this would do for all three of these platforms is just immediately just kill them like they're basically bricking your unit because unless you have physical versions of that game which are going to be outrageously expensive because of the way that ps vita hasn't been printing hardware cartridges for a long time it's like all right well i guess i'm just done with the vita and throw it in the garbage just turn because, it into, just hack it and turn it into like an emulator well that's the thing is that, is that after this happens after they stop supporting the downloads in the storefront and all that stuff someone's gonna come out and just fucking hack it and be like here mm-hmm. here it's open just do whatever you want with it here's all the fucking vita games online which would be amazing Do- download them all you know what i mean like which now, is fine you can use some I bullshit mean, just memory card in it now like it'll read it yeah some sort of crazy yeah. thing that'd be awesome Make yeah, it, it mean, might actually be a blessing in disguise for Vita. Who knows? But if if you do own a Vita, Vita, I would say if you have any interest in picking up any of the physical uh, games, get them right now as soon as you can because they're probably going to go like hotcakes as soon as this store gets shut down. So they're probably going oh, fast s- now. Side note, I don't know if you knew this. Mm. You cannot remote play to your PS5 with your Vita. No, I didn't know that. You can only remote play PS4? to PS4 with your Vita. And you can remote play between PS4 and PS5. But not Vita to PS5. But you cannot remote play to... So essentially, they've killed remote play also. Unless you have a PS4 that you want to remote play to. Oh, that's interesting. Or what you could do, theoretically is remote play into your PS4 and then remote play into your PS5, which would be so fucking laggy that I don't even understand how it would be playable. But, you know, I mean, think about it. Like, every single PS4 game that came out had a little thing on the back of the box. It was like remote play with PS Vita and all this stuff. And it's like, now that's just gone. Dude, you know, fuck it. I I don't even know what else to say. I just don't, I wish they were in the handheld game still. I wish they were still in the handheld market. 
The Vita was awesome. Yeah, I, it was so good. It was such it's a good. I, I think that, my, and especially the OG Vita, the new ones I thought were, they seemed a little bit kind of chintzy, but like the OLED um, ones, the OG have? OLED Vitas were just awesome. My, Honestly, my biggest beef with them is that I I could they're they were it's always very hard to hold for me. Yeah. Like I like I want to be able to like lay on my back and kind of hold my Vita above me while I'm playing, but I can't because I'll drop it on my face. Yeah, like no, it's just, it would it's hurt not, too because it's weighty. Right, it's, like it's a, not ergonomically designed to be able to like hold up in front of your face. Right, right. You know, you, there's nothing to really to hold holding on to. It. Yeah, you kind of have to be like holding it like down low so that it like lays in your hands so and then you can down. use the, the joysticks. Right. Yeah. But anyway, that I digress about right. that. Well, Jake, your favorite game, Immortals Phoenix rising has DLC out now titled myths of the Eastern realm, which features a brand new hero in a side story. I don't know if you knew what it was about. I, I saw this. It's like uh it's like Chinese folklore. Interesting. So like, so like uh, immortals is all about Greek folklore, all the Greek gods and all that mm. stuff. And apparently this DLC is about Chinese folklore, Chinese gods, like you play a Chinese character. Like it, it seems right. really interesting. I don't know. Um, is there a price point on it or is it free? It's, it's cost something, right? No, it, it's part of the it's part of the uh, season pass. So I'm sure if you don't have the season pass, you have to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, interesting. All right. Well, cool, man. Yeah, that sounds cool. So if you're an Immortals Phoenix Rising fan, that's out now. You can go check that out. And then, as we mentioned slightly earlier, uh, when we were talking about the VR stuff, the free play at home initiative that Sony is doing right now, those games are available. And I believe they're available until April 22nd. You don't need PlayStation Plus for them. So go add them to your library. Go click download it. That way you have them all. And Jake, I forgot, but Paper Beast is also a VR game. That was one of the free games. So we got like four or five VR games on this, which is so yeah. weird to me. So anyway. I mean, it's cool. I mean, maybe they're just they're, – they're, they're, you know, they're pushing VR so that, you know, maybe at some point this summer or something they plan on announcing the VR2 like officially yeah, and talking about when it's going to come out. Something's brewing. It's no coincidence that we got Farpoint for free. They've been talking about the VR unit. They've been talking about the VR hand controllers and now five of the games or at least four of the games on the Play at Home coming out are all VR games, compatible games. It's right. no coincidence. All right. So I don't know if you've heard about the Suez Canal uh, f- fiasco, Jake. Have you heard about this? I just saw some fucking container ship. Dude, so check this out. So, so here's the thing. More than likely, because of this, I'll go into detail in a little bit. Won't make it too long, but this is going to mean that anybody who was hoping to see the PS5 get restocked soon is not going to fucking happen anytime soon. Uh, those who don't know, there's a massive shortage on semiconductor chips, which are required to produce the PS5, and. Again, I'm not saying that there are semiconductor chips on the uh, cargo ship here in the Suez Canal, which is all the way out in Egypt, but just about every ship that is used for cargo goes through this canal so they don't have to reroute around the entire continent of Africa. So all these ships coming from China, they cut down around the bottom of that continent and they, they get around to like right around where Egypt is and they, they have this real tiny canal they can all go through and it's used all the fucking time. And unless this is what you do, you don't know that this thing's used. So what happened with, so the, the issue is now is that there's a, there's a, there's actually a barge that is the, the size of the height of the Empire State Building. No joke. It's that fucking big. You know, like the semi-tractor trailer things that hold cargo, like yeah. on the road and stuff. There's over twenty thousand of these on this on this one ship, and they're all loaded with shit. And this thing just went cattywampus just enough that it's blocking this canal completely. No one can get through it either way. So now ships are having to reroute around the continent of Africa because this fucker <laughs> got his thing sideways. It has been six days now. It's been so some people are just like, we'll just wait for them to get the fucking boat. We're not spending all the fuel. We're not d- taking this crazy voyage around the continent. But the crazy thing is, um, the uh, it's it's it takes twenty six extra days by not using this canal, almost a month 
to get around the continent of Africa. This is why the canals used so much. It was actually it was built. The canal was built by a company called the Suez Company. But uh, what is so crazy? I don't think that this has ever happened before. So, like, this is, like, something in my mind, like, you know, I'm a big G.I. Joe fan. This is literally something that Cobra Commander would have, like, schemed up. Like, I'm going to block the fucking Suez Canal and just fuck the world up for a little bit. Because it's going to throw prices are going to get jacked up. Trade's all messed up because of it now. I wouldn't be surprised if the stock market gets a little wonky because of this ship. Like, one dude in the world was responsible for making that thing go straight. And it went sideways. And they blame the wind a little bit. Like, if you look... Like, you can see this thing on, like, satellite imagery, and you're like, ah, it's not that big. And then you see fucking, like, close-ups, and you're like, this is, like, the biggest... I, I, I didn't even know the ships could be this big. Like, it's this, it's the length of the Empire State Building is tall, and it's just yeah. cruising down the water, and it has 20,000-plus storage containers on it. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, we, like, that guy better be... Well, maybe not now, but that guy better have been getting paid a ton of money, or that person. Who knows that it's guy? But, I mean, what a crazy... What a crazy thing. So this likely will affect a lot of uh, just a lot of business. You know, a lot of motor vehicles and stuff um, require the semiconductor chips. Now, like I said, those are probably all coming from China way, you know. So instead of cutting through the Suez, Suez Canal or whatever the hell it's called, they have to reroute around Africa. And there's already a high demand for them to begin with without this going on. So it's just going to push it back on top Dude, of the virus. Of it's crazy. part of me wonders just with the virus and with like this thing that's going on and stuff. <laughs> like, I wonder if you're going to see a lot of like semiconductor factories opening back up in the United States. Why wouldn't stuff. you? Right. I mean, I, I get that it's going to cost more. Like I get that. I get that the chips are going to cost more, but it's like, I mean, it's like how it's like part of the reason why shit was so fucked up with the coronavirus is because we get so much of our medical supplies from China too. We get everything from there, and it's like, like, like I'm not I'm not a nationalist or anything like that, but it's like, like I understand the idea where it's like, oh, some like the one yeah. fucking thread gets cut, yeah. And now the whole fucking economy is broken. In the world, yeah. In the the planet. The only planet that sustains life. Like, we've just yeah. fucked ourselves. And we're full... We're like sentient beings that should know better. Like, why is there not a way? <laughs> why, why are we relying on this one canal? Like, this one... Why is that the only option? There's all these memes, like, on Reddit and stuff with, like, uh, this, this cockeyed ship. And then, like... Someone just laying like what looks like a ramp on it, so that people can just go up and over it. It's like, well, it doesn't work that way. When you're in the fucking water, unless you want to like somehow like use a tank to pull it up over the ship and like, and and the, the other problem is is like they're talking now about unloading the ship to reduce the weight, right? They're actually trying to dig out the sandbars on the sides to get the water under it to push it around. Like they don't know what they're gonna do. They're like, well, we could pull the containers off, but it's really risky because if we don't do it mathematically correct. It could cause this thing to capsize, and then we're really fucked. So, like, it's really a bad situation. Like, it's really – I don't know when they're going to solve it. I mean, it could be who knows how long, but it, we're fucked for a while. Ocean transport, at least. It might take them a month to get this thing unstuck. It could take longer. It might be tomorrow. Nobody knows. It's just so wild. So, if you're counting on getting a PS5 that's going to get restocked anytime soon, Sony just – their whole plan just got shifted a little bit probably because of this canal incident, which is hilarious. <laughs> so funny to me. Uh, probably because I have a PS5. Uh, I would be so mad right now if I didn't. Uh, Anyways, do you remember that game we saw at the Sony State of Play called Sifu where it was like a fighting game, but it was like the rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, and we speculated that maybe you were going to age every time you died? Yeah. That has been confirmed. That is what happens, and it's supposed to reflect how long it takes to become a martial arts master. Like, you just don't become a master. Just So as right. you progress through the game, you get better, and then your guy gets older. Sorry That's kind of what we talked about, I think, yeah. whenever... We saw it. Mute my phone. Sorry about that. Yeah. So anyway, so that's confirmed. And one last thing. Well, a couple couple things. Maybe two more things. But uh, it's about time, Jake. You know, uh, I think you enjoy the XCOM series. I've enjoyed them quite a bit. And this seems to be the case with all the XCOM games. They announced this Chimera Squad a long time ago. It's been out since April 23rd, 2020. But it has not come to consoles. So it's only on PC right now. And it's very possibly coming to PS4 very soon. And uh, I'm really excited about it. You know, Firaxis is the developer. And if this comes out on the consoles, I think it's a little more like the entry level to this game compared to the other ones. 
you get a set squad that's already made up for you. You don't have to sit and remake all your people and stuff. And it's, I think it's a little more spoon-fed XCOM. But I heard it was good. I heard it was good. I think it's got like a seven and a half on Steam or something. So I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think Firaxis is just historically a PC developer. Right. And then they, just, they have just been porting their games to console whenever they get around to it. Mm-hmm. And the XCOM games are fun. I... I didn't finish XCOM 2 because it so was... Hard. I mean, honestly, I didn't finish XCOM. I got right to the end of XCOM 1, and then I quit playing it. It's just... Dude, XCOM 2 especially is fucking hard. It's brutal. Like, you get to a point, not even that far into the game, where it's just really hard. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's no... You can't turn the difficulty down or anything. Like, it's just... You know, and the, the thing is, is, I really like it. Yeah. But... I, I am just not that hardcore about my strategy RPGs. It's a like, serious I, I game. like I enjoy them, but I want it to be a little bit more approachable. Like I don't want to struggle so much. Well, this might be it for you. This might be the one, man. I don't know. Yeah. Chimera Squad's supposed to be sweet. And then lastly, they have announced a new Call of Duty game. And they haven't really announced it announced, but they have announced that it's going to be set in an alternate reality in which World War II has not ended in 1945. So that's kind of interesting. So I'm guessing the fight still goes on. Maybe the Nazis win. Who knows? And maybe you're trying to like, you know, like the Man in the High Castle series that they have on Prime or whatever. Who knows? So 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 Wolfenstein. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Never heard of this Just, idea before. Yeah, uh, that's... That's interesting, I suppose. I mean, I don't know why they would do this. To me, it's like, at this point, they're just fucking grasping at straws with Call of Duty. I mean... Yeah. They've done Future, right? They've done Future Games. They've done World War I now. They've done World War II several times. They've they've done, like, you know, the, the Middle East stuff. They've done... They've done everything. Like, you know, I, you don't want to... You don't want to see them go to, like, outer space or anything, but like at the same why time, why not? Fuck it. Yeah, Make it like, God. you know, I don't want to see it, but go ahead. Call of Duty freaking, you know, Alien Edition or something like X, that. X-Force. Just, Wait, what yeah, was Space like, Force? What was what was what was the the Trump had the, the Space I, Force. Is that what yeah. it's called? Space Force? Yeah. Yeah, Space yeah. Force. <laughs> so I I mean, I get it like they have to put out a Call of Duty game every year apparently because people buy them, but like Yeah. Man, I don't know. I I guess I get it. I mean, they'll hopefully come up with sort of an interesting kind of twist on the concept. Yeah. But, I mean, at this point, it's like, dude, there are so many other fucking conflicts in the world that you could pull from. It doesn't have to be this American war every single time. Right. Like, pull from like some of the fucking wars in Africa or like the East or something like that. That'd be really interesting. I think they're worried it won't sell, but I think that it'd be really interesting. Every single one of these fucking things has to have like Americans at the center of it. And it's like, I get it, but then you're going to, you're just going to get freaking rinse and repeat shit. I mean, just stuff like, I would love to see some, some games that are, you know, like, why not have a Korean War version? Like, we've never had a fucking mm. game about the Korean War. You know what right. I mean? Like, why not? I mean, maybe the Korean War isn't interesting enough. But, like, dude, it's a freaking... You're you're taking this shit with a grain of salt anyway. I mean, make it interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they could do anything but with But give us stuff, a new dude. setting, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's so many World War II games. I mean, we have those, the, all the Call of Duties, and then we had the whatever the freak that other kind was i don't even know what that other game was we had battlefield, battlefield? yeah but there was another yeah. one too um you're uh, talking about like the old medal of honor games? yeah medal of honor yeah medal of honor did, did Dude, i'll be honest with you that like one was before, fantastic before fucking call of duty before battlefield before all this shit medal of honor had a game called medal of honor allied assault on pc which was fucking awesome yeah like one of the best one of the Best fucking missions ever is the Omaha Beach mission on that game. Yeah, I remember playing it. Was just it so because it was right around when Saving Private Ryan came out and stuff. So like it was just hard. It was hardcore for a video game at the time. Yeah, it was. All right. It was cool though. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't know why we need another World War II game, honestly. And we're getting another. Aren't we getting a VR game set in World War II? Also, right now, I think Call of Duty game in World War II. 
I don't know. I don't maybe. Know, dude, this might be the one they're talking about. I don't think it is, though, but it's crazy. Anyways, hey, real quick, before we get into the new games coming out this week, I just wanted to go over the listeners real quick. Some PS5 games, some of the bigger releases. There's only five, four on my list that are PS5 games coming very soon. So we were talking about MLB The Show 21 on the last episode, 174. It comes out April 20th. Returnal's coming out April 30th. Resident Evil Village is coming out May 7th, and Deathloop's coming out May 21st. So those are like the big ones that like we're really uh, – most people are probably really excited about. Why don't you have fucking Ratchet and Clank on here, dude? When's that supposed to come out? I can't remember. June 14th or something? Well, I didn't go into, I didn't go into June. May, May was my mm. cutoff on this list. Yeah. Mm. We can do another mm-hmm. one maybe mm-hmm. next month, but – um, it takes two. All these all these games look good. I mean, I I won't play MLB the Show, yeah. but that's just because I'm not a baseball fan. I think it looks great. Yeah, it looks. Fantastic. I'm just not a baseball fan. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's gonna be. It's gonna put a hole in my wallet. I'll probably get three of those games. <laughs> Is it just because you want to build your own stadium? Is that why you want to buy it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a landscaping simulator. Yeah, it'd be awesome. It's like <laughs> The Sims, where you don't even play baseball, you could just manage the team. No, you can do that though in the game. I think. But yeah, dude. So new games coming this week, March twenty second. Hunt Showdown. On the, again, they're all PS four games. As I say, otherwise, Hunt Showdown, March twenty third. Arkham Horror, Mother's Embrace, Ground Zero, Texas, Mine, My Mind, Horned Night, Hunting Simulator Two is the PS five game. Overcooked, All You Can Eat, Sanity of Morris, and then March twenty fourth, Paradise Lost. Which is a strat? No, it's not. That's the first person game, I believe. They're one of these games is strategy games. Anyways, March twenty fifth, Evil Inside, PS five and PS four. Is that the Evil Within people? I don't think so. It's like a rip off mm-hmm. of that name, though. It sounds like it should be the sequel to Evil Within. March twenty sixth is Balin Wonderworld, and that is PS five, PS four. It takes two. Which is out now, so we're through most of these games. These these dates, uh, PS5, PS4. This is the Haze Light game. Uh, Joe's Furrow, whatever that guy who did A Way Out and Brothers Tell of Two Sons. K's in the Wild Masks, Starbase, Startopia on the PS5, PS4, and then Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two is coming out. I think it's a PS5 version. You should, dude. You should ask your brother if he's looked at that Arkham Horror game at all, because I know he's super into the the Arkham Horror card game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he has. Uh, you know, the whole Lovecraft thing, he's uh, he's essentially royalty-free, so he's public domain, a lot of his stuff. So mm-hmm. from what I understand, at least, I could be wrong speaking about that. But So it's just kind of like a grab bag. So I don't know if the uh, it's the same company that does the card game that he plays that made that, or if it's just a completely different entity is just using the Arkham whatever language because they're allowed to because it's public domain. I don't think anyone really owns the rights to it. But anyways, um, as always, the music at the end of the show may possibly be excluded from our YouTube channel for copyright reasons. So don't forget, you can download and or stream this episode as well as others on your preferred podcasting platform. Closing track today is by Zach Cray with his song In the Face of Fear. And you can listen to more of Zach Cray by visiting his Linktree address of http colon slash slash Linktree, which is L-I-N-K-T period R-E-E dot com. Zach, Z-A-K-R-A-H-E. And uh, Zach is a friend of my, uh, is actually the brother of a dude who plays with my good friend Josh Travis. And uh, Zach submitted the song. Zach writes really awesome metal music. It's kind of metal, dude. Like it's it's sick. He's a super talented songwriter. You can tell just by listening to the song. I'm loving the submissions that we're getting, and I hope that we can keep putting on awesome songs at the end of the podcast. And uh, if you can please remember, uh, you'd like to have your original music featured on the show. You can send an MP3 to our email account, which is ps this is awesome at gmail.com along with your band name and the title of the song, and we'll notify you when or if it goes live. Jake, do you have anything else you want to add to this show before we close it out? Like I said, a little shorter than the other ones, but it's a Sunday evening, and we both have to get to work tomorrow. And if you're listening to this and it's Monday, I hope you guys have a great week. Jake, do you got anything? Mm-hmm. No, I don't right. think so. All right, well, then that's it, guys. Hey, thanks for tuning in to episode 175 of PS This Is Awesome. And uh, like Immortals Phoenix Rising, Infamous, and It Takes Two. P.S. P.S. This is is awesome. Awesome. Awesome.